0: Anything but in everything by prayer and petition With thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God And the peace of God which passes all understanding Shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 Thanks for joining us today This is the Hour of Intercession I'm Pastor Joseph Parker We invite you to look with us in the Word of God In the Gospel of John chapter 20 beginning at verse 1 So they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen cloths lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary stood outside by the tomb weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him. And I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I'm ascending to my father and your father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now Thomas called a twin. One of the twelve was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put in my finger into and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side I will not believe. And after 8 days his disciples were again inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, "Peace to you." Then he said to Thomas, "Reach your finger here and look at my hands." And reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Verses 1 through 31, all of John chapter 20. Father, we thank you once again for the wonderful and the blessed and the glorious story and the telling of the story of the resurrection of you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the wonderful gift of eternal life that is ours because you did rise again from the dead. And thank you for the great and awesome privilege we have of being able to be involved in the work of proclaiming, boldly proclaiming the gospel to a world that desperately needs to hear the message of salvation that Christ brings to us. Father, anoint us afresh with a spirit of boldness and courage that we would be the bold witnesses wherever you want us to proclaim your, wherever you want us to go and proclaim your word. And help us to be the bold witnesses everywhere we go that you've called us to be. And help us to be about your business in being witnesses for the gospel of Christ and witnesses who boldly stand for life as well. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Rick Robertson. Rick is going to share a word of prayer at this time. Father, we're so thankful for you. We're thankful for your son Jesus and the account of... Uh, The kindness and the gentleness, the way he dealt with the disciples, and, Father, the way that uh, you and your Son, the Holy Spirit, deals with us, that kindness and gentleness, we thank you for that, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Uh, We're blessed and honored to have with us once again. It's uh, a little while ago we had the privilege of having Pastor Jay Murphy and his daughter Abigail who make up... The whole gang is excited to hear them come back again to be with us again. They make up the uh, music group called The Murphys, and they shared a beautiful song that was clearly proclaiming the importance of us standing boldly for life and against abortion. The title of the song was Choose Life. They did a great job of sharing it. We're grateful to have them back with us today. Pastor Jay Murphy and Abigail, how are you all today?
1: Doing well, brother. Doing good.
0: Okay, great to have you. Thank you you for having us Oh, it's, a, it's an honor. Honor to have you. And again, our whole gang, as you can hear, are excited that y'all made it back. So if you would, uh, Pastor Murphy, I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment to uh, reintroduce yourself and your daughter to us and tell us a little bit about you, and we can talk about the song as well as then we'll uh, get a chance to talk further.
1: Sure. Uh, well, my name is Jay Murphy, and uh, my daughter is Abigail Murphy. And we are part of the group The Murphys, and uh, I'm from uh, Carthage originally, but I do pastor a church in Lewisville, Mississippi, as well as work at uh, Taylor Machine Works. Uh, we uh, make forklifts and container handlers and so forth, And uh, but um, I've been singing for, I don't know, a long time, and uh, sing Christian music for a long time. And back around 2016, the Lord just started giving me a few songs here and there, and and our keyboard player Mark Anderton, uh, he uh, he and I kind of reunited at that point. Uh, we had played on and off over the years, and and uh, he started uh, started putting some accompaniment music in behind. I was playing guitar, and he was he was playing his keyboard and fleshing some stuff out for us. And and uh, anyway, we just we started singing, and wasn't but just a couple years later that Abigail joined on, and and so she's singing with us and ever since. And one of the songs that the Lord's given us is uh, Choose Life, and we titled the CD after that song. So,
0: Okay, all right. And of course, we will get a chance to hear the song coming out of the first break. Again, the title of the, uh, the song is Choose Life, a beautiful song with a very powerful message. So again, we appreciate you all being with us and and Abigail now remind me how old are you
2: i'm fifteen years old
0: you're fifteen okay then and uh pastor Murphy uh, did i am i remembering correctly that you you asked her for a long time and she finally decided to sing with you is that the way that uh you were able to pull her in <laughs>
1: actually actually um, uh she started singing with me in church uh probably when she was about one and a half two years old somewhere in that neighborhood i would if there was a song she didn't know, and I didn't think about getting her up there, and I would just get up to sing, she'd start crying until I went and got her. So <laughs> so she, she sung with me for quite a while. But but as far as uh, going around and singing, um, she I, I had started talking with her about doing that back a while ago, and there was a Selah song that we were singing, and or that I was singing. And, and I told her, I said, you would do really well with the harmonies on that. And so she started working on that, and... It's probably been what about five or six years ago, actually, and, and uh, so she's. Now I I don't think I had to beg her. She just kind of you know slowly slowly got in there with me. It was mm. just something that worked
0: out. The Lord just drew her into the group. Then okay, yeah. all right.
1: Yes.
0: And of course, Abigail, we're grateful that after uh, after you all were with us, uh, you by the grace of the Lord took it upon yourself to write one of the pro-life speeches in connection with our. Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest. And so we really do appreciate that to our listeners, just so that you know. We're going to both hear the song, Choose Life, in a few minutes, that uh, Pastor Murphy and his daughter Abigail sang, as well as after that we will get a chance to hear Abigail's speech, Pro-Life Speech, as well. And to all of our listeners, let me just remind you, it's not too late now. The deadline is just about two weeks away. So if you have a young person, a child, a grandchild, or a young person you know that still wants to enter the Pro-Life Speech Contest, just email me at joseph at afr.net for more information about the project. It's a great and a wonderful project for young people to get a chance to get involved with, and it's a great way to put our young people to work in the kingdom of God and in the cause of standing boldly for life as well. So we're grateful that Abigail was uh, able to plug in and be a part. So we will hear her speech a little later in the broadcast, as well as we will hear their song, too. So, so uh, Pastor Murphy, I'm going to ask, would you pray for our listeners to grow in their understanding of the need for us to be boldly standing for life in our world today?
1: Absolutely, Absolutely brother.
0: <clears throat> Let's pray.
1: Precious Father, Lord, we stand uh, at a crossroads today Lord, there are so many things that could go in favor of pro-life right now, and and uh, Lord, we we need desperately for prayer warriors to be in prayer, uh, Lord that uh, Lord that Your will and Your way would rule in our nation and in our world. Lord, we pray that hearts would be touched. We pray that hearts would be changed, and and uh, Lord, I I ask Lord that You would help. Uh, Those who are saved, Lord, to uh, be burdened uh, strongly, to have strong convictions, Lord, about this topic, that we would not remain silent, but Lord, that we'd speak up. Because the only way that we're going to see anything change is for your uh, way, your word, Lord, your will to be spoken and spoken boldly in a public setting, Lord, with our friends, our co-workers, our families, And, uh, Lord, I pray, give us, uh, Lord, the words to speak, not that we would be uh, mean-spirited in any way, but, Lord, that we would, through the precious love of Jesus Christ, uh, be able to share, uh, Lord, this pro-life message and that people would truly be turned uh, to love you and to love life. And, uh, Lord, that the senseless Uh, taking of innocent life, Lord, would come to an end. And, uh, Lord, I just pray that your Spirit would move and work mightily in every heart and soul. Lord, I pray, use this broadcast. Use Brother Joseph. Use us, Uh, Lord, I pray, in some way to touch hearts and lives. And it is in your precious and holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you. Father, I do thank you for the Murphys, and thank you for their witness for you. And Lord, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of grace and boldness that all of us would become bolder witnesses, both for the cause of the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ in our world and standing for life as well. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, our phone guests are Pastor Jay Murphy and Abigail Murphy. And coming out of the break, we'll be listening to their song entitled, Choose Life. We'll be right back.
3: solution. You can't see, feeling like you
0: the group, The Murphys, the song Choose Life, a beautiful song from Pastor Jay Murphy and Abigail Murphy. Uh, Again, Pastor Murphy, just a quick question here. If someone wants to get a copy of the song or a CD that contains the song, how can they do that?
1: Uh, Well, they can go to our Facebook page, uh, which is The Murphys Music. Uh, There's an underscore in between each one of the words. Uh, They can go to our website, Uh, That's www.themurphysmusicusa.com. They can uh, also reach me at uh, my phone number if that's what they would like to do. That's fine. They can call or text. That number
0: is 601-575-1611. All right. Well, thank you again for sharing the song, a beautiful song with a powerful message that both Abigail and yourself share there. And so we're going to listen to Abigail's pro-life speech that she shared. She, again, presented a speech for us to as a part of our Ten Commandments Project uh, Pro-Life Speech Contest. So, right now, we're going to listen to Abigail's uh, speech.
3: In the world we live in today, most people do not view abortion as wrong. However, not only is abortion wrong, but it's murder. And once committed, it's something your conscience will never forget. How is abortion murder? because there is a living, breathing baby, a tiny human in every expectant mother. Truly, life absolutely begins at conception. By eight weeks, a baby looks human. At 12 weeks, they can curl their toes. At 14 weeks, they make facial expressions. At 15 weeks, he can taste. By 19 weeks, he can hear. At 21 weeks, he can kick. At 22 weeks, he looks like a mini newborn. And at 26 weeks, he is breathing. In Luke 1, 41 and 44, it says, And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Here we see that John the Baptist, still a babe in his mother's womb, not only heard the voice of Mary, but leaped in for joy when he heard her voice according to what we now know about babies in the womb john the baptist had been able to hear for 5 weeks now the life of every unborn baby is precious and special they are precious and special because every single one is created by god according to isaiah 44:2 god said that he formed thee from the womb not only are we formed by God, but He also forms us in His image, according to Romans 8:29. Psalms 127, 3 says that babies are a reward from God. So God forms every baby in His image and gives them to each parent as a reward. This means that to have an abortion is to kill God's creation, destroy His image, and throw away his reward. Knowing that babies are a special creation of God, it is no wonder why people in favor of abortion call a baby in the womb a fetus. The word fetus comes from a dead language and therefore has no emotional connections to what is called a fetus. This seems very intentional. Words matter. No one is okay with killing a baby. But when someone talks about aborting a fetus, it sounds like having an appendix removed, when it's not like that at all. The baby is alive, has feelings, and is aware. Statistics show that most women feel forced into having an abortion. Statistics also show that almost all women that have abortions feel overwhelmed with emptiness and a sense of guilt immediately after. A large amount of these women report feeling this way for years and years following the abortion with no relief. Of all the people that have organs and appendages removed, such as the appendix, they don't seem to report these feelings. This is because a person may be able to make something all right in their mind, but the conscience is not fooled. Your conscience knows that the baby is alive and bothers you when something is wrong. This is why so many women feel such despair after having an abortion. I realize that abortion is legal, but just because something is legal doesn't mean it should be. God says it isn't legal according to his law. Exodus 20:13 says, "Thou shalt not kill." This is the 6th commandment. God also tells us in Proverbs 6:16 6, that he severely hates hands that shed innocent blood. There is nothing more innocent than a baby in, in the womb. And to take the life of someone so innocent is a terrible thing that is hated by God. To do such a thing has consequences. Not only do women carry the guilt of such a terrible act, but God also says that the shedding of innocent blood pollutes our land. In Psalms 106:38. A pro-life counselor once told my dad that as he stood outside a local abortion clinic, he looked down and saw a manhole cover beneath his feet. And he realized that the blood of the babies that had been aborted that day ran beneath his feet. But thank God for forgiveness. First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The truth is, the only way to find relief from the emptiness, guilt, and despair that abortion causes is to ask God for forgiveness, the one who created the very life that has been murdered. God says that if we will pray and ask forgiveness for what we have done, He will forgive us. Can God forgive murder? Absolutely. He is ready and waiting for anyone who will genuinely run to him and ask forgiveness. My prayer is that we would stop using a dead language to describe someone very much alive, that we would recognize that abortion really is murder, that we would realize that babies are a precious gift from God, that we would value life and protect it because it is a reward from God, that more and more people would stand up for life and stop abortion by changing hearts and minds. This is our duty. This is our calling for such a time as this.
0: Amen. Amen. Abigail, that was a beautiful speech. And uh, that's not just a speech you're preaching on there, Abigail. i tell you what. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, uh, Pastor Murphy, just a brief question. I was wondering, has Abigail shared that at Shiloh as of yet?
1: Uh, no sir not yet uh, but we are we are planning to schedule that okay
0: Cheryl. well you know i just want just so that you know too something we encourage every participant in the speech contest to do is we encourage them to ask their pastors for the opportunity to share their speeches because one of the beautiful things about when cho- children and youth share speeches like this is it goes far beyond the bounds of any contest it's about young people preaching truth that the world desperately needs to hear so uh, I'm I'm guessing Abigail can approach her pastor and ask him, and I'm, I'm guessing he might say yes, so, okay. Yeah, I
1: was just sitting here thinking that, brother. She, <laughs> she, she's going to have to go begging to her pastor.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I, might be able, I might be able to get in there. Okay, <laughs> okay then. Uh, Abigail, I wanted to ask you just a few things about the speech. Again, a beautiful speech, a very powerful and a bold speech, Speaking Truth. Uh, Abigail, how did you learn so much about the developing baby as well as the life issue? You you put a lot of information to that speech. Uh, how did you learn so much as you knew?
2: Well, my dad had spoke about this in church before. He has preached on this before, so. Mm-hmm. He had gathered a lot of information in his sermons, so I was able to look over a lot of information and read over it for this speech.
0: Okay, okay. So your dad was a helpful reference, and he helped you with your speech as well. So, well, that, and that's yeah. great. That's great. So, what made you decide to enter, both write your speech, and you know, and get the assistance from your dad, and share? What, what does, what motivated you to get involved with the Ten Commandments speech contest?
2: Well, you had told me about it, and I just I thought it was a, uh, a great opportunity when you told me about it. It's something I am passionate about. My Mimi had been affiliated with our uh, local crisis pregnancy center ever since I can remember, and she was very passionate about it, and I always always loved her passion for it. And she was just really an inspiration to me.
0: Mm. That's your grandmother? Yes, sir. Okay. All righty. Well, why would you say... It's important uh, that youth and young people like yourself get involved with this important cause.
2: Well, we are the next generation. We will be youth today, but tomorrow we will be adults, and it's, it's our duty to um, say what is right and stand on the Word of God.
0: Mm, okay. And
2: if we don't, who will?
0: That's right. That's right. And I appreciate you sharing that from your heart, too. So, Well, Abigail, what would would you say—what's something you'd like to say to uh, young people that may be listening right now to encourage them to get involved with Standing for Life as well as encouraging them to share the gospel in the world? What would you say to them?
2: Well, um, it can be scary sometimes, but the Lord can get you through it. All you have to do is pray to God, and He will lead you in the right direction. It's, we need to all be warriors for Christ and to stand on God's word. He has called us to do that. And no matter how young you are, you can still make a difference in the world.
0: Mm. That's a powerful truth. And, you know, even in your speech, you alluded to John the Baptist, who he was preaching Jesus from from his mother's womb. So you can't start too early. Praise God. And, uh, Again, very a very inspiring speech and a very powerful speech, and I hope a lot of both youth, I believe many youth as well as adults, will be really inspired encouraged, and so we thank God for you. Father, thank you, Lord, for Abigail, and thank you for the fact that you've moved upon her heart to be a bold young woman who is proclaiming truth in such a way that she will inspire many youth as well as many adults to look at the youth issue through the eyes of truth, the truths of your word. And I pray that you raise up more and more young people that will boldly stand for life and against the tragedy of abortion. Raise up more and more young people that see that the Lord Jesus Christ can use them mightily to both stand for life and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ in a world that desperately needs to hear your truth, and the gospel of Christ as well. Help us to know, Lord, that all of us have a part to play. Every believer can be a bold witness for you if we simply live available lives to be used, available to your Holy Spirit to use us however he desires to use us. Father, more and more anoint the Murphys as they continue to minister in song as well as in truth. Use them more and more for your glory in accomplishing your will in all the places you call them to. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our own guests are Pastor Jay Murphy. His daughter Abigail will be right back. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Just a reminder to our listeners, a book that I had a chance to write is it's entitled A Pastor's Notes God Calls the Church to Stand Boldly for Life. It's a very helpful tool to help further educate us as believers to better understand the Bible truths behind why we as the church are to stand boldly for life. If you'd like to get a copy, you can go to our bookstore, resources.afa.net Again, that's resources.afa.net Again, the title, a Pastor's Notes God calls the church to stand boldly for life And we as the church need to be better informed and educated about why What the Word of God says about the church standing for life And r- many different issues related to how we're to live that out in our culture So I hope that you'll consider doing that Our phone guests today are Pastor Jay Murphy and Abigail Murphy, who they make up the group, The Murphys. And we had the privilege of hearing their song, Choose Life, early in the broadcast, as well as a powerful speech shared by Abigail, which is is a speech she did in connection to our Ten Commandments Pro-Life Speech Contest. Again, she did a great, great job with that. Uh, Pastor Murphy, what were your thoughts as you listened to your daughter sharing her speech? Uh,
1: Brother, it's, Amazing to me that she thinks the way that she does um for a fifteen year old i mean I, not that fifteen year olds don't care about life, but just that she is so so passionate about it uh she I remember back several months ago i cannot remember how now, but she had learned something about partial birth abortion, and she came into um okay uh, Abigail said that she's been reading your book and uh and and she was uh, just really outraged uh by what she was reading about the partial birth abortion. And she I remember her coming to my office and she said, Dad, just I cannot believe that people would do this, that people think about doing this and and, mm. and this was before we came on with you before and before she wrote the speech and she's just she really is uh passionate about this about this topic. It's not something that I've put her up to or she just did because there was an opportunity to write a speech. Uh, she really is passionate about it.
0: Mm. And, you know, I would just say this, too, that I, that's why I'm grateful that the, the Lord uh, gave us the vision to begin this project where we were able to involve young people in getting involved and in speaking their heart to this issue because, um, and Abigail alluded to this, God can use children and youth wonderfully and powerfully. it's not so much about their age. It's it's being an available vessel. And the Holy Spirit can do wonders through available vessels. And again, going back to John the Baptist in the womb, the world still hears the message of John the Baptist proclaiming about Christ, even from the womb. And so the Holy Spirit can do great things through any available vessel. I want to ask, Abigail, would you pray for youth in particular and uh, that they would both come to know Christ and then become bold witnesses for God's truth, for life, and for the truth of the gospel as well. Would you pray for that, please?
2: Absolutely. Dear Lord, we th- we come before you today, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to just please be with um, all all of the uh, youth and just everybody, Lord, that you would like to use, Lord, as, as your vessel, Lord. Dear God, please just put it on our hearts and minds. Help us to know your will and to learn the truth and to stand up for the truth, Lord. And dear God, just please um, help us to be willing to be your servants, Lord, and to do your will. We thank you, Lord, for um, you have done and all that you're going to do through us, Lord. And in your son's name, Jesus Christ's name, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen and Pastor Murphy, would you also just pray for the church to see the need to put much more effort and passion into ministering to our children our youth and our young people
1: absolutely precious Father Lord we have been silent for so long lord i I know that back when Roe v Wade was first uh, made law that so many in the church said then this would never happen. And they, they sat back and Lord, I pray that right now with, with the knowledge that we have and that we would, uh, Lord, just be awakened, open our minds and our hearts to see the truth, to understand it, Lord, that we would not, uh, just push this back because it's inconvenient or push it back because it's not popular or Help us not to be worried about what others are going to think. Help us, Lord, not to be uh, worried about uh, any troubles that we might encounter. But Lord, help us, Lord, to stand for life. Help us, Lord, to stand for these young, unborn children, uh, Lord, who do not have a voice for themselves. And I pray, Lord, that the church would just have an awakening, uh, Lord, in this sense. And Lord, that we would uh, let. Our representatives and our, our congressmen know how we feel. Help us, Lord, to speak out in our, in our uh, jobs uh, with our friends and with our families. And, Lord, I pray that every heart and soul, Lord, would be touched as a result. Help us, Lord, to leave uh, no stone unturned when it comes to this topic. And, Lord, I just pray that you would use us mightily as your people, as she said in the speech, for a time such as this. Lord, I pray, use us. In your Son's name, Jesus Christ,
0: my Lord and Savior, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Murphy. And, you know, in the uh, the last uh, few minutes we have here on the broadcast, something I'd, I'd like to r- remind all our listeners about is that it's so important for us to recognize that God will use us in wonderful ways as we remember that He is God in spite of the challenges, the difficulties, and the storms we see in life. And Exodus chapter 1 shares a very powerful story, and for time reasons, I won't try to read it, but I would encourage every listener to take the time to go back and read it. But it's a, um, an account in Scripture that I like to read often, Exodus chapter 1, verses 15 to 22. It's about two little midwives named Shipra and Pua who were told clearly by the Pharaoh to kill the baby boys when they are born, and of course, they would help to tend the women and when they were birthing babies. Well, Shepard and Pua clearly heard what Pharaoh, who would be considered probably the most powerful person in the world at that point in time, he told them to kill the baby boys, but they just decided, we fear God more than man. We are not going to kill these baby boys. And they just stood for what they knew to be right. And when the Pharaoh realized the babies weren't dying, he calls them in and confronts them. And God in his grace gives them wisdom and grace to actually outsmart Pharaoh and not only does God get them through that situation, he blesses them with husbands and children and families of their own as well. Uh, and this powerfully illustrates the truth found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. How important it is, and especially as we look forward to the special way in which we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ during this season of the year, how important it is that we be reminded that for all times and all seasons, God calls the church to boldly proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ because the biggest need of all people in all places is to come to know Jesus and deliver him as well. Pastor Murphy, any words of encouragement you'd like to share with our listeners about being witnesses for the Lord?
1: Brother, it's just important that uh, that we answer that call, and all of us are called to, to witness for the Lord. We, we want abortion to end, but truly, uh, the best way to get it to end is not through courts. Mm-hmm. It's through the changing of hearts. The Bible tells us that we're not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what needs to happen. We we, we need to be an influence. Uh, and that's why it's so important for us to speak out, not just about uh, the pro-life issue, but about, about Jesus. We need to be bringing people to Jesus Christ, and we're celebrating... Easter this weekend, uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, and brother, that's that's as pro life as you get. Jesus that's came right. uh, to and gave His life to save the lives of of untold millions and billions of people, and uh, I'm just thankful that uh, that Jesus gave us the victory through Calvary, and that's why that's why being pro life so important because God's pro life and uh so so we need to we need to speak out we need to be a, a tremendous influence uh to others and uh it's it's the churches so many of them brother are are dying out hmm. uh we're not we're not uh replicating ourselves we're not we're not bringing making converts and making new christians if you will and and uh so that's one of the reasons why why this pro life issue seems to be Slipping through the cracks with so many people, we're just not speaking out. We're not. We're not bringing others to Jesus. I I firmly believe you get you get Jesus in the mix and he changes everything, brother.
0: That's right. That's right. Would you just uh, briefly, before we run out of our time, just pray one more time for the church to become much more passionate about being the church and proclaiming Jesus to the world.
1: Sure, precious Father, Lord, I I pray help us your church to be your people as we have been called to be to have your mind lord we've seen in scripture lord that we need to have unity lord that we need to be about your will and god i pray that you would lord please awaken us lord i pray that you would help us lord to do as you've laid out in scripture that we would humble ourselves before you that we would humble ourselves pray seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. Help us, Lord, that we would, uh, Lord, just be strengthened and anointed. And, uh, Lord, we know that you tell us in your word that if, if we'll draw nigh to you, that you'll draw nigh to us. And, uh, Lord, we just pray, help us, Lord, to get closer to you. Give us the boldness of Christ that we I'm might so, go out I'm into so. this world and share uh, your wonderful, life-saving, pro-life gospel with a lost and dying world. God, I ask these things in your Son's holy name, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Murphy. And as we usually do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a wonderful day to get saved. Today is a great day to commit your heart and your life to the Lord and receive eternal life. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. Lord, you told us in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we'd very much like to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at AFR Again, that's joseph at AFR We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. So we certainly hope that we will hear from you. Once again, Pastor J. Jay Murphy and Abigail, thank you all so much for being with us today on the broadcast.
1: Yes, thank sir. You for thank the you.
0: Thank you. Good to have you. And uh, Pastor Murphy, again, would you share a website and contact information if someone wants to either get the song or be in touch with you?
1: Sure. Uh, They can find our songs on uh, iTunes and all the various download uh, areas. Uh, They can also look at our website. That's, again, www.themurphysmusicusa.com. They can check us out on Facebook, The Murphy's Music, Uh, Or anybody can call or text at 601-575-1611.
0: All right. Well, again, Pastor Murphy and Abigail, thank you so much, and continue to let the Lord use you wonderfully. Be blessed. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our listening family. Please pray much for the Murphys as they continue to be vessels that God is doing great things through. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.